You're listening to Your Credit Today with your host, Angela setters Vassard, sponsored by Conquer Credit Management. Well, good morning, good afternoon, uh, good evening. Whenever you're listening to this voice here, this is A to the N to the G, and you're listening to Your Credit Today. I'm so excited that I actually get to share with you guys, friends, every single week. It's such a blessing to be able to share the knowledge that I have had over the last, oh, you know, we're not going to date these things, but over the last 30 years. And the last couple of shows, as you know, I've been sharing different tips and information that you need to know and be aware of about specific things. And what I promised last week was that we were going to talk about looking over statements that you receive in the mail and or online. The important thing to know and remember is that a statement is actually a courtesy, There's no bank or financial institution that by law has to send you a statement because when you sign a credit card agreement, okay, or when you sign for a mortgage loan, when you sign to get a car, all of these things are contracts that you're signing, which basically in the small print says, even if you, and I'm just, you know, summarizing what it says, But it says, even if you do not receive a statement or a bill, you understand that you are responsible for making a payment on a monthly basis in terms of what's due. So again, I'm summarizing that. But on every single contract that you sign where you are responsible for making payments to an organization, to a financial organization, you understand that it is not their job to make sure that you have received a statement. I can't tell you how many times I have conversations on the phone with people and they're like, look, I never got the statement, so I didn't know that the bill was due. Now, forgive me for saying this, but you know, I always KIR, keeping it real, the truth shall set you free. And so at the end of the day, when you were in the dealership and you were signing for that car, you knew there was going to be a payment that was going to be due on a monthly basis. So don't wait for them to tell you that you owe the payment. You have to know and be responsible enough to know and put it in your calendar or tell your bookkeeper or let the people that take care of any of your billing, whether it's, you know, one of it's your spouse or whoever it is in your group that you have a payment due on a monthly basis of X amount. Now, that's one of the reasons why people set up auto pay is because they don't want to miss the opportunity to pay something. But also, I want to take a sidebar here and say that even auto pay sometimes can be a problem. And why is that? If you don't pay attention to the statement, and let's say something changes, for some reason, maybe they instituted some kind of fee, maybe there's a tax, maybe there was a late payment fee that you didn't even know was added to your statement, and now you make an auto payment, okay, of the same amount every single month, but there was something that was added to this month, and you don't make the full payment, what happens is, is they report you as being 30 days late because the contract states that every single month you have to make a payment 
for what is due on that particular statement. So this is why it is so ultra important, friends and fans out there, for you guys to make sure that you have a system, whatever kind of system that is. If you look at your statements on a monthly basis, if you look at your statements on a weekly basis, whatever it is, make sure that you have an accounting for everything that you owe. Everything, okay, even down to the apps that you have on your phone or the apps that you have on your television. There are so many different things on a daily basis that we forget about things that are due. So make sure that you have a spreadsheet, something that reminds you. But today, as I said, we were going to go over a couple of different statements so that you guys can get familiar with what you're looking at. Too many times I have seen people sit down and all they do is look at the amount due. They never actually look at the charges. They never actually look at the interest rate. They never really look at their statement to know and understand really what's going on in that statement for that month, for that year. It's really important to know what this particular company is communicating to you which is your responsibility. That's what these statements are about. They're sending you a notice saying, hey, Angela, this is what you owe. This is why you owe. This is what you need to know. Now, before we get down to business, you know I always have to take care of a little housekeeping and business. If you have not subscribed to this show, please hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends and family, especially your kids, about your credit today and all the amazing tips and information you're learning from this voice here, A to the N to the G. So let's get down to business. Let's talk about these statements that you receive in the mail or these statements that you receive in your email. Now, if you are a paperless person, the one thing that I want to encourage you to do is make sure that you have one email address that all of your bills come to. I can't tell you how many times I have conversations with clients over the phone that say, yeah, well, this bill goes to that email address and that bill goes to this email address and this bill actually gets mailed to this address. All that does is cause chaos and it also causes for you to miss something that could be ultra important. So make sure if you're setting up a paperless environment that you have one email address, you have one actual address that you have everything sent to. Okay, friends, so that you know what's going on on a monthly basis. The other thing that you should do, whether you do paperless or whether you have paper, meaning the bills come to your home, is have a running Excel spreadsheet or whatever kind of spreadsheet you want, knowing all of your different credit cards or your reoccurring bills or expenditures that you have on a monthly basis. And also be really cognizant for those ones that you pay off or you close, or let's say you turn in a lease, something to that regard, that you take off what needs to be taken off and keep what needs to be kept on that particular list. This is going to help you remember 
on a monthly basis what you need to do. The other thing is, is that friends, we live in a technological savvy world. So if you have to remember something, put it on your calendar, set a reminder for yourself, set an alarm so that you know and you get reminded on a monthly basis of something that it is that you need to do. There's absolutely no excuses in this world to miss things anymore if you make sure and you take care of it ahead of time. So let's start off with looking at a mortgage statement. And why is it so important to look at mortgage statements? The reason is, is that a lot of lenders and portfolio lenders sell their loans all of the time. So if you're set up on auto pay to pay your mortgage on a monthly basis, and somehow you've missed the fact that that particular mortgage company has now sold your loan to another portfolio lender or to another investor, you could risk the fact of having late payments on your mortgage because you did not pay attention to the fact that now your mortgage has been sold to another lender. Now, the thing to remember is, is that when your loan is sold to another lender, you will have 90 days that they will actually, your current lender will send you a notice letting you know that they have sold your loan and that you can continue to make your payments to them for the next 90 days. But then after that, you have to now set up and make your payments to the new lender and they will introduce you in a letter to who that lender is. Now, during that 90 days, there is something in RESPA that is basically a law that states that a new lender cannot report you late during that 90 days. However, if you become late after that 90 days because you have not paid attention to your statements, then unfortunately, friends, that could be a, be a, be a big, a big deal. The other thing that I like to say is that a lot of people, what I hear is that they don't really open their mail on a weekly, daily, or monthly basis. And a lot of the times things can look as though it's junk mail. And I want to encourage you, friends, that even if you open it up and make sure that it's junk mail, I would totally do that because I have had, been in this business for 30 years. And as you know, I've had many conversations with people who said, wow, you know what? I had no idea that my mortgage was sold to a new lender because I actually received mail from them, but I thought it was junk mail. So I just threw it in the trash. And lo and behold, unfortunately, now they're calling me because they have mortgage lates that need to be taken care of. And listen, I don't want to say that it's impossible to fix those issues. As you know, that's why I'm in business. However, to avert these issues, you want to make sure that you're always paying attention to your mail and having an understanding of what's going on so that you can be accountable and responsible to making your payment on a monthly basis. Now, the first thing that we want to do is look at our mortgage statement, and we're going to see at the top right-hand corner, you're always going to see the statement date. Now, what you'll notice on all of your statements with respect to your mortgages is that that statement date is going to be the same every single month. Okay, that typically means that that is your closing mortgage statement date. 
Okay, so that means that that's when they close it out on a monthly basis and report your payment information. So when you're paying your mortgage and you're looking for it to show up on your credit report, you will know and see every time you look at your credit report, that statement date is going to update on that date every single month. The next thing that you're going to notice is you're going to notice your account number. Okay, and it's in a box. It will also have the property address. Now, if you own multiple properties, this is really important because if you're making payments to multiple properties, you always want to make sure and attach whatever type of payment you're making to the right property. The other thing that you're going to see is you're going to see the due date in when your payment is actually due. Okay, the amount that will be due. Okay, now you're going to go down and most mortgage lenders, what they do is they have something called an explanation of the amount due. Now, this is really important for you to pay attention to based off of the type of loan that you have, as there are many different types of loans out there. Some people have interest only loans. Some people have fixed loans. There are several different types of loans that are out there. So it's really important that you look at this and make sure that it's the loan that you signed up for, okay? The other thing that you want to make sure of is look at what if there's any fees or any payments that are due that you're not aware of, any escrows that they've set up, anything that they've put on this particular statement that is foreign to you. Okay, now a lot of us, not all of us, have our taxes and insurance impounded in our payments on a monthly basis. So that's the other thing that you want to look for. Now, what does that mean by impounded on a monthly basis? It means that on a monthly basis, you're paying a certain amount of money per month to make sure that your particular mortgage company is paying your property taxes and they're paying your homeowner's insurance. Now, why is this important? to pay attention to, friends. The last thing you want to do is get a property tax bill three years later showing that you haven't made a payment when you thought the whole time that your payments were being impounded in your payment to your mortgage company. So again, this is why it's important to look at these explanations and the amount that's due. So the way that this particular lender breaks it down is they break down the principal amount that you're making of the payment, which is the first line. The second line is the interest that makes me want to pound my fist through the wall. (laughs) I hate seeing this, but friends, we all know that we have to pay interest to the bank. The next part is the escrow, just like I was just talking about, your taxes and insurance. It will show exactly what it is that you're paying towards that every month. And then it will show what your regular monthly payment is that's due. Now, right underneath that, it's going to show if you have any past due payments or unapplied payments. Now, what would that mean, unapplied payments? Well, sometimes what will happen is you'll call the bank and say, hey, you know what? I'm going to make two payments towards my taxes and insurance this month, okay, and not make a payment next month. You really, friends, have to pay attention to the details here. Now, next, we're going to look over and we're going to see the account information, okay? You're going to see how much you owe, what the interest-bearing principle is, the total amount owed at the loan that you took out. 
Okay, you're going to see your deferred principal. If any of you have deferred any of your principal, like in the interest only loans, your outstanding principal, once again, what's total owed, unpaid late charges, once again, we've got it in a second column here. So it's something that you can't miss, friends. When I hear people tell me that they've missed payments for up to four months and I say, have you looked at your statement? The biggest answer that I get 99.9% of the time is no. Unfortunately, I have not looked at my statements. Now, the last thing that you're going to say, a couple of the last things that you're going to see are other charges, fees, and insurance. So again, they're showing you if you have any fees that were due. Okay, and you're also going to see what your interest rate is. Now, as we all know, interest rates are amazing out there right now. So if you have anything, let's say over a 3.5% interest rate, chances are you can stand to save a lot if you refinance. But that'll be for a different show, friends. We're just going over the actual statement at this point in time. Now, the next thing that you want to look at is your transaction activity. Okay, this is going to show you and prove to you that you're actually making your payments and your balance is decreasing. Now, why is this also important? This is also important, friends, because a lot of times payments are not applied to your mortgage appropriately. And I have spoken to many different clients that have had this happen. And sometimes, listen, everyone is human, even though these are systems that make these updates for you, a lot of the times there are errors. And this is, again, why we need to pay attention to our bills. Now, the other thing that you want to make sure that you pay attention to is on all of your mortgage statements, there's always going to have what's called a box of important messages. Now, this is going to tell you about things that are coming up or things that you need to know about the bank. So again, really, really important information. Now, when you take the coupon off and you send your payment, let's say that you're doing it the traditional way, it's always going to have the date that you're making your payment, the account number, and the amount that you're paying. Well, the same thing applies when you're doing an online payment. But again, friends, this is why it's super, super, super important that you pay attention. Now, as I was talking about the uh, past payments breakdown by box that's there, what you'll be able to see is the interest that you have paid uh, year to date, okay? Um, the escrow, which is the taxes and insurance that you've impounded so that you know that you're actually making those payments, fees and other charges you'll see year to date if you've had any payments that you've actually made. And that's really big to pay attention to because it will encourage you not to make late payments when you see how much you're paying, even if you're not making 30 days late, but let's say you're paying it two weeks after the due date and you're making that late payment, it will cause you or want you to not make those late payments anymore once you see how much you're spending. And then, of course, it's going to show you the total unapplied balance and exactly what you've paid year to date. So really important to know and pay attention to those mortgage statements. Now, moving right along to a credit card statement, okay? Now, I chose to look at a credit credit card statement that is actually an airline. Airlines Rewards Miles card. 
And the reason for that is, friends, listen, it's no good nowadays to have credit cards that don't have rewards. And there's not too many of them that don't. The only ones that really don't are the secured credit cards that you have out there. And a lot of those, because they're credit builders, actually don't have rewards instituted inside of their particular programs. But most of the programs that are out there that are good have rewards. And this is something that you should really pay attention to because a lot of the times you'll actually receive an email or you'll receive something in the mail telling you, hey, you can get five times the points this month if you do X, Y, Z. And now why is that important? I can tell you that there have been many years that I've actually taken free vacations or gotten free airfare or hotels based off of the rewards points that I've received on basically paying things that I would otherwise have to pay for anyways, reoccurring expenditures. So if you don't have rewards cards, I would certainly look into that. Now, Listen to our past shows about opening and closing credit cards. You want to make sure that you do it the correct way, but at the same time, you also want to have a system where you're building rewards. It's super important. So moving right along and looking at this particular statement, once again, you're looking at a statement that has on the right-hand corner, you're going to show your full account summary. Now, this one is broken down by previous balance. So you know what your balance was the month before, your payment that you actually made on that particular month before balance, credits that you have, any new purchases that you have. Now, this is really important to look at even for identity theft or fraud of someone using your credit card. If you see a purchase there this month, but you know that you have not used this credit card, this is going to alert you to something that the credit agencies are actually not going to alert you to, okay? Identity theft and what's going to happen with your credit report is vastly different than what would happen with your particular credit card and someone using that or a purchase that's showing up on your credit card that you did not authorize. So it's very important that you look at this and look at the purchase purchases and how much you've purchased that particular month. Then you can go to the page where it's going to actually show you what that purchase was, the date that it was, and who it was to. The next portion is cash advances. Now, I am not a big cash advance person on credit cards. The reason for that is the interest rates are astronomical. Of course, in a pinch or if you're working on a project and the return on investment is there for you to actually take a cash advance, then absolutely do it. But by all means, it's not a good practice to take cash advances on credit cards unless they have a promotional program where they're allowing you to take a cash advance at 0% interest rate or a small interest rate for a certain period of time. But it brings breaks down your cash advances and how much is still owed. Now, why is that also important? Because you have to remember that if you do take a cash advance, okay, every month that you make your payment 
only a certain portion of that particular payment is going towards your cash advances. Now, if you want to make a specific amount of payment towards the cash advance, you have to call the credit card company and actually tell them, I'm making a $500 payment. I want, you know, $400 to go towards my cash advance, and I want $100 to go towards my balance, my normal or regular balance that I owe on my credit card. Really important because some people say, I don't understand why I'm not paying down my cash advance faster than I'm paying off my balance. And that is because they're going to pay off that balance first. Why is that? Because they're making more interest on the cash advance. Okay. So really important to pay attention to that. Also, the next thing that you'll see is any fees that are instituted. Again, ding, ding, ding. If you see a fee there, this is, again, a reason why you can look and see if you actually had a late payment that was instituted on your credit report or on the previous statement. And also, you're looking at the interest that you're paying on that particular amount that's due. Okay, and then it will break it down and it will say what your new balance is, what your credit limit is, and also what kind of cash advance you can take on that particular credit card. So for instance, let me just tell you, on this credit card, I have a $30,000 limit, right? But I can only take a cash advance of $4,000, Okay, so really important to know and pay attention to that because it can change. Again, a lot of these companies will have different programs that they will offer to use, but if you're not looking at your statements, you're not going to be able to see what those particular um, advantages are. The next thing that you want to always, always, always pay attention to, friends, is your rewards, okay? So underneath all of that that we just talked about, you're going to see how many rewards you have, how many points you've earned during a period, Okay, and then the thing is, is that most companies are going to include in this bill or even if it's online, more information about those particular rewards and how you can take advantage of them. Now, it's important to know and understand that every single company is going to have a different policy. Okay, they're going to have a different understanding of how you can actually use their particular system. Now, to the left on this particular statement, You're also going to see how long you've had this credit card, and they'll always say you've been a member since, and the account number ending in. A lot of these statements nowadays do no longer show the full account number. And why is that? Because there's people that are uh, stealing mail. There's all kinds of fraud and things that go on with uh, information that's received through the mail or online. So no longer do they put the full account number on a lot of these statements that you're going to see. And also, incidentally, really important to remember that you're also not going to see those on credit uh, on the credit reports either. Uh, the numbers of a, a particular credit card or any type of loan are always scrambled, okay, on that particular uh, credit report that you're looking at. So if you're going to your credit report and saying, hmm, I wonder what account number this is, don't ever rely on that. The only way that you can know what credit card that's for is when it was opened and particularly what the balance is. 
Now, moving right along, looking over the cardholder summary as well. Some of you have authorized users or joint cardholders that hold a credit card as well. And that thing that I was saying is when you look at your purchases and surmising if that's actually a purchase that you made or someone else, this is where you'll be able to see if someone else is holding a credit card in your name if that was a charge that they actually made and it's not really fraud. Okay, so really important to know and break this stuff down. Now, again, just like the mortgage statement, what you're going to see is a total year to date breakdown on what you've paid in total interest to that particular credit card, too. And really pay attention to that because, guys, you should be putting this into your budget. Now, on this particular credit card, because I've used it for certain things, I'm looking at it and I've paid $723.30 over the year in interest to this particular credit card. Now, I'm okay with that because I know what I did with this credit card and it was something that I'm going to receive a return on investment for. But friends, that's one thing that you really, really want to pay attention and put into your budget. Because if you're using your credit cards as an investment tool, you have to remember that there's fees and different things that are associated to that. Now, going down to the interest charge calculation, this is something that I always want you guys to pay attention to. And you always want to look at the different types of interest that are broken down on these particular credit cards because you have standard purchases and you have different types of purchases that the in the uh, interest rate increases on. Okay, so you've always got to make sure that you pay attention to that. And what might that be? That might be certain transactions that you've made where that particular company is charging something. So you really, really have to pay attention to that and make sure that you're always looking at your credit card statements and having an understanding of what the interest rate is that you're paying. Now, on a lot of credit cards, the interest rate is super, super high. Okay, so you can always go to the bank and ask them to reduce those interest rates, but always pay attention to that because when you're making big purchases, that will help you know and understand the next time you use that credit card, how much it's going to actually cost you in interest if you're going to make payments over a six month period. Now, that has been a 30-minute show, and I've gone over a lot, so I think what we're going to do is we're going to have another show and talk about our auto loan and our business credit card statements, because I think that those are really important to know and understand. I hope this has been very helpful to you. Once again, friends, remember that a statement is a courtesy, but it's also information for you to look over and to have an understanding of where you stand as a customer with this particular bank. So friends, I really appreciate you coming to this show. Once again, if you have not subscribed, hit that subscribe button. Tell all your friends and family about what you're hearing. And if you have news or information, please hit us up at customer service at conquercredit.com. I hope you have a fantastic day. This is A to the N to the G. You're listening to Your Credit Today, and I'm out.